Welcome to Money Code Secrets. In this episode, we discuss the difference between the people who look rich and people who are truly wealthy. Now, we also dispel the common myths that uh, money doesn't buy happiness and that money is the root of all evil. People who look rich have a beautiful home to live in and they drive a fancy luxury car and they wear expensive clothing and accessories and they earn a high income and they spend their money to look rich. However, they differ from people who are truly wealthy. How's that? People who are truly wealthy may not necessarily look rich. They live in a modest home and they perhaps drive an older model car and they don't have the most expensive looking clothing. However, they invest and use their time and their money very wisely. Proverbs 13.7 of the New International Version says, One person pretends to be rich, yet has nothing. Another pretends to be poor, yet has great wealth. Looking rich means having a high income from a high-paying career and spending money on an expensive lifestyle. However, if a rich person were to, uh, let's say, no longer receive a high income, they would have to cut down on all of their expenses, even perhaps sell their homes or cars, and they would end up broke within a few years if they couldn't find another source of income to support their expensive lifestyle. Being truly wealthy means owning assets and having a large amount of wealth that uh, will not run out. You see, if a wealthy person stopped producing a high income from their career, they could live off their assets and their savings and their investments for the rest of their lives and then even pass on their wealth to future generations. One good example of this type of truly wealthy person is billionaire Warren Buffett, who's the CEO of Berkshire Hathaway. Now he lives in a very modest house that's worth 0.001% of his total wealth. He manages over 360,000 employees. If you had 360,000 employees working for you, you could definitely accomplish much more than you do right now. This is what it means to leverage yourself. Having many assets, investments, and having hundreds, if not thousands of employees are the most important factors that separates the rich from the truly super wealthy. Now, you can earn a high income and then spend your money on an expensive lifestyle that makes you look rich. Or you can use your income to invest in assets and then to pay your numerous employees that help you get wealthier and wealthier by the year. Sacred ancient texts advise that it is better to look and act like an ordinary person and yet have employees working for you than it is to look rich, have status, and act all important. 
Proverbs 12.9 of the ISV has this profound secret. It reads, It's better to be unimportant, yet have a servant, than to pretend to be important but lack food. The JPS Tanakh of the same verse reads, Better is he that is lightly esteemed, and hath a servant, than he that playeth the man of rank, and lacketh bread. To be highly esteemed means to be respected and admired. People with expensive lifestyles, they feel important. And they get plenty of respect and admiration from people. However, they don't own many assets, wise investments, and they don't employ people. Now, an extravagant lifestyle that one can't pay for leads to poverty. The Bible, CJB, Proverbs 23, 20, and 21 says, Don't be one of those who guzzle wine, or of those who eat meat to excess. For both drunkard and glutton will become poor. Drowsiness will clothe them with rags. Mm. The wisdom found in Proverbs 12, 9 says that it's better to be unimportant, yet have a servant. Now, all wealthy people had servants in ancient days. Now, in this day and age, servants are called employees. Having an employee or numerous employees helps you to leverage yourself, and it saves you plenty of time. Now, the Talmud, Barakat 58a says, Blessed is he who has created all these to serve me. Now, what labors Adam had to carry out before he obtained bread tea? What were they? He plowed, he sowed, he reaped, he bound, he threshed and winnowed. And then he selected the ears. He ground and sifted, and then he kneaded and baked, and then at last he ate. Whereas, I get up and find all these things done for me. How many labors did Adam have to carry out before he obtained a garment to wear. He had to shear, wash, comb it, spin it, and weave it. And then at last, he obtained a garment to wear. Whereas, I get up and find all these things done for me. All kinds of craftsmen come early to the door of my house. And I rise in the morning and find all of these before me. Human society employs a division of labor and each individual benefits from the service of the entire world. How does that work? Now, the Talmud in this verse is essentially saying that money saves you time and provides a higher quality of life. Time is the great equalizer. Rich or poor, we all have the same 24 hours in a single day. However, Time is more valuable than money because you can always earn back money, but you can't earn back any time that you lost. All truly wealthy people value time more than they value money. Wealthy people are obsessed with saving time, even if it costs them money. You see, when you eat out at a restaurant, you certainly pay more than when you cook at home. However, you don't have to spend time planning what to cook. 
shopping for the ingredients, cooking and preparing, and then cleaning it all up. You save time. When you hire someone to clean your home, you save time. When you hire people to work for you, you save time. The more employees that you have, the more extra time you will have on your hands. Now, once you have both extra time and money, you can be happier. Now, recent studies help dispel the myth that money can't buy happiness. You've heard that. Well, now, researchers have been studying how people could use their money to make themselves happier. A study conducted by Dr. Thomas Gelovich, a psychology professor at Cornell University, found this, that material possessions don't buy happiness. And the short spike of happiness that they do provide fades quickly. However, Gelovich has completed four studies on the subject over decades and came to the conclusion that happiness is derived from experiences, not things. Over the past decade, an abundance of psychology research has shown that experiences bring people more happiness than material possessions do. Mm, think about that. If you have a true passion or an important life mission and purpose and you can pursue it since you have the time to do it and the money, then you can achieve a level of happiness. Money will not buy you happiness if you use it to look rich and buy many material possessions beyond the things that you just need. Therefore, the common myth that money doesn't buy happiness is only partially incorrect. Minimalism is a growing trend. Millennials particularly are now choosing to spend their money on experiences instead of material possessions. A study conducted by the Harris Group discovered this, that 72% of millennials now prefer to spend more money on experiences rather than on material things. This minimalism is not just a new trend. It's not new. Moses, Jesus, and many other spiritual leaders have been minimalists, not owning many material possessions at all. They had a purpose and a mission that they pursued with passion. They knew what only now are many people coming to realize, that using money to buy material possessions does not buy happiness. The less material possessions that you own, the happier you will be. Therefore, from uh, the current research and then from sacred ancient texts, we learn the wise advice on how to achieve happiness. Be a minimalist. Don't buy material things. And spend your money on saving time. Use your time and your money on experiences, your passions, your life mission, and your purpose in life. Now, another common myth is that money is the root of all evil. 
First Timothy 6.10 of the King James Version of the Bible states, For the love of money is the root of all evil. Now, the verse states that the love of money is the root of all evil. This refers to loving money more than you love people. Many rich-looking people, they love money because it allows them to uh, buy many material possessions and allows them to be admired by others. This, in turn, leads to pride and greed and other negative emotions and behaviors. Valuing money and possessions more than you value precious time and people is mentioned as very unwise in sacred ancient texts. Luke 12, 16 to 20 of the NLT says, A rich man had a fertile farm that produced fine crops. He said to himself, Well, what should I do? I, I, I don't have room for all my crops. Then he said, I know. I'll tear down my barns and I'll build bigger ones. Then I'll have room enough to store all my wheat and all my other goods. But God said to him, You fool! You will die this very night. Then who will get everything you worked for? In the Bible's book of Matthew, a rich young man asked Jesus what he must do to live forever. Jesus answered, If you want to be perfect, go and sell all your possessions, and then give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But when the young man heard this, he went away sad, for he had many possessions. NLT Matthew 19, 21, 22, this young man loved all his material possessions too much and was highly attached to them. Sacred ancient texts teach that the problem is not money. The problem is loving the material possessions money can buy and having an attachment to them. Having money and using it wisely is talked about very positively in sacred ancient texts and the Bible. Ecclesiastes 5.19 of the NLT states, It is a good thing to receive wealth from God and good health to enjoy it. To enjoy your work and accept your lot in life, this is indeed a gift from God. Proverbs 10.15 of the NLT states, The wealth of the rich is their fortress. The poverty of the poor is their destruction. Luke 16.9 of the NLT states, Use your worldly resources to benefit others and make friends. In the book, Malat Hamidat, which is, the Book of the Choicest Virtues. Rabbi Yahil ben Yakutil describes 24 important virtues. He lists honestly gained wealth as a virtue since it enables one to help the poor. The truth is that poverty is the real problem. The Hasidic philosophy is that poverty causes transgression. Poverty causes people to do things they wouldn't otherwise do, just so they can survive. Poverty leads some to prostitution, to the drug trade, to violence, and even murder. 
Proverbs 39 of the NLT says, If I am too poor, I may steal, and thus insult God's holy name. A common verse that uh, people commonly misunderstand comes from the King James Bible. You cannot serve God and mammon. That's Luke 16.13. Now, people serve mammon when they work very hard for money their whole life rather than making money work hard for them. Those who work hard for money their whole lives are slaves to money. People buy a house on a mortgage and a luxury car on finance and then they must work, work their whole lives to keep and maintain their material possessions. Many have become accustomed to being able to buy what they cannot afford on credit. They must then spend their precious time working to pay off their purchases. The Hofetz Chaim, a book on Jewish law, says time is money. But I say money is time. For every luxury costs so many precious hours of your life. Hold back on purchasing all you desire until you can truly afford it. Unwise borrowing puts you in a position of servitude. Proverbs 22.7 of the NIV says, The rich rule over the poor, and the borrower is the slave to the lender. Love people and use money should be everyone's motto in life. This service to others instead of love of money is what all spiritual leaders are constantly teaching people to do. Instead of spending money on material possessions, truly wealthy people spend their money on freeing up their time. Once you have freed up your time, it's up to you how to use your time wisely. Examples of time spent wisely include raising children, growing a business further that serves and benefits others. Volunteer work, travel, religious ventures, educating people, and helping the poor. It is wise then not to look rich, even though you have plenty of money. Instead, use the money you have to buy time and quality of life. Use money on experiences and buying experiences for other people. Use money to help the poor. Use money for a purpose and a mission. Please subscribe to our podcast and to our YouTube channel.